ain't nothing more important than the moolah. Yeah, so we back to Ron Lee's show. We're on episode. What episode are we on now? Ten. Yes, sir. Ooh, we chugging along. You know what I mean? We making progress. Uh, getting our episodes up. We're gonna continue this. It's been a nice ride so far. Thanks to all y'all who've been uh, listening. Our, our old faithfuls out there and the new listeners as well. <clears throat> uh, episode ten. Before we get into anything, just wanna talk to the fellas, man. What's up? How's your weekend? Anything interesting happen? Everybody washed up. <laughs> yeah, still washed up, but um, you know, weekend got off to a good start. I feel like this is the third episode in a row where we talk about the bikes. Me and uh, D Singh went on a little bike ride on on Friday around the end. Yeah, around side of town. What we do about fifteen miles, sixteen yeah, miles, 15 miles yeah. That that last hill was death. So. <laughs> Like to forget about that shit. Still ain't get Kev on the bandwagon yet. He yeah. did. He did. He did. What two weeks ago yeah, went looking. I went to the shop. Really? Yeah, I went to the shop. Man, I'm proud of you, about bro. it. He says about it. They ain't thought about it since. Yeah, talked about it since. Yeah, we talked about it, but that's about it. Yeah, it's probably not gonna happen this summer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby hey, man, man, who knows? Hey, right on. You just gotta get on one, then then it'll it'll come to you. I heard you. Uh, I heard you talk. It, it definitely brings back memories of the good old days. Anyway, listen, I, look, Rich, I taught him into it too, man. Rich was out there about to go buy a Huffy, man, just chill, <laughs> ride around the bike once or twice, yeah, man. I, I definitely was about to be really casual. About it, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely glad that uh, he can miss me get this road bike. So we out there getting it, doing about like. 28 miles an hour on the bike and all this crazy shit. Oh, y'all love the 28? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, almost had a malfunction on uh, one of the joints. My, my gears be acting up, but other than that, man, it was a good start to the weekend. Um, right on. So let's talk about last night, man. Let's do it. Man, listen. NBA Finals, we got, let's just say what it is, man. Steph versus LeBron, man. We just, that's what everybody come to see. Me personally, <clears throat> Although I do want Golden State to win, I have no invested interest on really who wins. But last night is what I want to see, man. I want to see them both get off and the better team win, man. I'm hyped. LeBron got his triple-double. Like, I, I, I literally watched this dude, and I believe he's not human. Like, it, the shit he be doing, the shit is just ridiculous. Like, it's like at will. It's just, it's almost, it's just, I mean, you can, of course, you can go and look at his, uh, his percentages and be like, all right, it took so many shots, but regardless, the shots that this nigga makes is just fucking ridiculous. The, the plays he makes is ridiculous. And then, and he's consistent with it. Like, you know what I mean? But And then Steph Curry, he finally showed up playing that MVP ball, step backs, crossovers, driving to the lane, finishing opposite hand. Like, I just loved it. Like like I said, I was happy that Steph, the, the Warriors won, but if they would have lost, I wouldn't have been mad at that game. I would have been mad. <laughs> like I, I am rooting for Golden State. I will say that I do have like a newfound respect for LeBron. I'm I'm watching it, and and like I said last episode, I'm converted from the hate, so I appreciate everything. But last night, I mean, he almost had a triple double at halftime, and I was just like, yo, this dude is just not of this world. And he he ended up with another another triple double. He just don't got a convincing triple double. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't I mean, like no. He, 
he just ain't got the help. And and it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna put this on him if they lose, because the odds are stacked against him. But as far as Steph Curry, it's funny. Me and Singh was texting right before the fourth quarter, <laughs> and up to that point, Steph might have had like 14 points. I don't know what he had, but it wasn't. You know, I mean, Singh be, you know, and rightfully so, be kind of complaining about Steph like not really taking over the game. Like, and I don't get it either. Like, he'd be real passive. So I text Singh. I'm like, yo. I got a feeling. I think he had just hit a shot, and I was like, yo, I got a feeling he about to do his thing. And sure enough, he was. He started jacking. He started crossing over, step backs. I was literally in the crib like a little kid, like just like yelling at the TV when he was hitting these shots because shit was incredible. And the, and the last shot he took when it was like 7 on the clock, and he was like 35 out and just jacked that shit. Almost shed a tear of joy, man. It was just like <laughs> it was a beautiful thing to see, man. And it's, it's like, bullshit. That's what it is. I'll, I'll say this though. I do. I'll say this, and this is how great LeBron is. Like on paper, Golden State is a much better team statistically. They had a better year. It should not be three two just on the, on the strength that it's only LeBron out there. If he had Kyrie and Kevin Love, Cleveland probably would win this series because it's just it's just been too close for just to have one person exactly. make all this difference. So I'm not. I'm actually surprised. I thought Golden State would still play play great regardless. But, again, I, I, I'm walking away from this series if they lose, which I hope they lose because um, Game 7 will be this Friday and I got a wedding to attend and I'm going to miss the whole shit. So <laughs> I'm really rooting for a Game 6 win. But um, I, I got a newfound respect for LeBron. I think it's Curry and them time. Next year, if Kyrie and Kevin Love come back, LeBron, they back in it. Listen, man, all he needed was one of them motherfuckers to be there. Like All he needed was a Kyrie... Or a love. I don't care which one. Half of a shoulder, half of a knee. I don't give a fuck. We would be winning right now. Because we had game one. We lost that shit in overtime. Yep. And it's all on the back of this man, LeBron, who everybody wants to hate on. in that game, though. Just that's it. Out there. If y'all want to hate on LeBron because he says dumb, corny shit outside <laughs> of the game, that's cool. But all the LeBron haters that I was hearing today, man, like, like they really was getting in. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I hate about the whole thing. I'm just a LeBron fan. So, sure. so I like Cleveland. I like Miami. He was there. I'm a LeBron fan just because of what he does on the court. Just like... Allen Iverson. I didn't care about the dipshit that he was outside of the game, but on the court, he was the man. Yeah. But anyway, all I'm saying is, all I kept hearing, because I listened to too much sports radio, was that the bullshit was that, like, the LeBron Hayes was all over the place. Like, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, in the fourth quarter, he's checking stats in the fourth quarter, he doesn't show up. Like, he loses games. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, nobody else is hitting shots. In the fourth quarter, they know he's the only dude they got a key on. So, and even with that being said, he was still making shots over motherfuckers. At like 40, 14, and 11, or 12, you don't lose anything. Yeah, he did his part. He did, you know, you can't, it's not one they of the tried questions. They so hard. They tried so hard. One man. of the questions they asked the coach was like, what they expect from LeBron. This was after the game. He's like, what, more than a triple-double? Like, how, how much more can you expect? Like, he's doing, exactly. he's, he's going above and beyond. So, like, to Kevin's point, anybody that still hates on LeBron is ridiculous. And it's funny, Tyrone, he's good for this. Like he loves hating on LeBron because he's a he's a uh, Lakers fan, he's a Kobe, Kobe fan. fan yeah. But in those texts, you'll get those moments where he gives props to LeBron and he'd be so conflicted. Like, yeah. <laughs> but LeBron's numbers though, and then he try to then Le- LeBron do something stupid and he try to come back and hate a dog. Your favorite never did that, bro. Like LeBron is that nigga. Like he'll be back next year. But I will give, give some it, help. I will give it to Steph though, because like the one thing I mean, I don't hate on Steph or anything. It's just the boy is nice because like when them games, even when he wasn't lighting it up. When he started lighting up or hit them couple shots, it made you forget that he was off. Like yeah. he just hits them shots like crazy. Like he's quick and effective. Like I ain't never seen nothing like that, boy. Yeah, he's the most exciting player. Like when he starts getting hot, 
Fuck, man. That shit is like, unreal. It's no, that's, why, that's why the whole conversation that was like, Dudley shutting him down, it was like, it's bullshit because we know when he's on his game, it don't matter who's in this yeah. space, yo. You can have a 10-foot brick wall in front of him. Like, he's knocking that shit down. There's nothing you could do about it. Like, yeah, that's and he was showing Dudley last night when he had him on a string. He had him on a string dribbling, crossed him up twice, popped him up. No, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm glad this Dudley Jones has calmed down. Life comes at you fast, bro. Hang Listen, all thing I can say about LeBron last night was go home. Look at your bank account, man. Realize you're the greatest player in the world. You did all you could. Because, like, yo, you just got to bask in the fact that, yo, I know I did what I can do. I, 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 did, I did more than what I'm expected to do. You know what I mean? And fuck it. I'm still rich. I, I, I got to live. Like, well, he like, hasn't <laughs> lost any games, man. Not, you can't pinpoint one thing. Maybe game one on that, that shot, which I'm still not mad at because he's the best player in the world. That's a shot. He felt like he had to take. Because he makes it. Because you look at last night. Yeah, we talk about the shots that Steph was hitting. LeBron hit some crazy ass threes too. Like it's, it's like, like yo, his layups and, and back downs with him. It's man. like yo, he shouldn't have made those shots either. But like yo, those those great players make those shots, yo. Like real yeah. shit. It's almost not a such thing as a fucking bad shot when you're a fucking superstar. Like yeah. almost, almost. You know what I mean? Like don't get me wrong. Like you can get, if you can get a better option, you take it. But like with time running off of the clock, you take it. Any shot Steph puts up, I think is good. So to your point, there's no such thing as a bad shot unless you Jr. Smith. The funny thing there is, you go right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jr. Smith, that nigga. No Jr. Slander. No Jr. Slander. The only thing that nigga do good is bad, bad, bad bitches. Like for real, that's all that nigga good for right now, yo. And I was rocking with him when he came to Cleveland because he was putting it down. But now this nigga, he can't do shit. Like what the. What the fuck is he? He actually had a decent game, and it, he played. He showed up in the first half. Yeah, like, nah, nah but it's funny. Game, I, I was I was texting uh, Orlando. I was like, dog, he's the best bad basketball player yeah. out there. Like he he never makes life easier for himself. Yeah. I, there was one play where it was like six seconds on the clock, and I was like, yo, he bought the jack of three because that. So all he do is step back three. Like he didn't try to drive. Like he had it. It's just like, dude. And he said it himself. He he prefers contested shots. Like this, he I don't I don't get it, man. All yeah. that talent. He Should definitely got talent. The boy is not man. without yeah. talent, yo. Listen. That should do, but no. I'm a, I'm a JR fan. That's my guy. Listen, I know. But I, you a fan of the, the antics, or you really like? Both. Because, listen, <laughs> that, listen, I'm going to say like this. Real shit, yo. I, I fuck with him on the court, too, because, yo, even when he's off, play like this. Don't get me wrong. He's He doesn't put in the work, so he's not fucking Steph Curry. But just how three games Steph Curry, Steph Curry was off, that's how, that's how uh, what's his name, um, JR goes. He's either off or he's all the way on. You know what I mean? So you mean he going to play next game? Like, are we going to win this one? Like, are we going to take a game seven? Listen, I mean, I'm, I'm saying all the Because all LeBron needs is one person to step in. But that's, like, that's what, what the game before this one we all just lost, he came out shooting the lights out. Like, he, he was on. You know what I mean? But real shit, yo. I fuss with him because he's not scared of anything. Like you said, it makes it tougher than what it is. But like at times, what I was saying about Steph is not stepping up is that there's not one time that JR gets the ball that I don't think he knows he's in the finals. You know what I mean? There's not one time that Iggy has gotten the ball that I don't think he knows he's in the finals. Like this guy is like, yo, hold up. We gotta we gotta go out here and do something. You, Iggy's not the one you want to step up. Yeah. But you you rather Steph do this and Steph should. But it's like, yo, why does Iggy, Iggy feel like he got the green light and Steph don't? Like right. at some times is what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel you. Step back real quick. Go ahead, so you back. believe that JR does not he he knows he's in the finals. So in game one, when he made them three dumbass fouls, 
the last game when he just ran over the motherfucker for no damn reason. Like, I, you believe he knows he's in the finals? Listen. I, that, that seemed like some bullshit. Like, but you, I don't you, think... You do that in preseason. You don't do that in the finals. Listen, he definitely had... Those were three consecutive brain farts, but I don't think it was because he's like, yo, the game is on the line. I think he was overplaying because he feels like yeah. he's trying to play hard. Like, I, I think the bottom line is, is he has the basketball IQ of a brick. Yeah. So he just, just has raw talent. Like, he, yeah, just, he, he has raw talent. It's a shame because, like I said, he, he doesn't make easier for himself and as a result like LeBron he, he might take the zone again I'm still he's in game there. 6 because game 7 I don't know what I'm going to do I guess I'm just going to have to live like DVR and just turn my phone off until I get back home yeah, no yeah, uh, your phone at the wedding is gonna be blowing up. It's <laughs> gonna be off unless they show me at the bar or something. Maybe I can get away with it. But uh, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, because she's gonna have she wants no parts of that. So yeah, it's what it is. Good luck with that. <laughs> hey man, but look, segueing into LeBron, man, going home, looking at his bank account, and just realizing that he's 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 that nigga, man. Like <clears throat> that's what I'm talking about today, man. I I, I was out on the run. I'm out there running sprints, running hills. And all I was thinking about was like, yo, like, I got to get into a better position in life. You know what I mean? I got to set up some shit for the future, set up some shit for my, for my, my younger cousins. You know what I mean? Like, got younger cousins, <clears throat> early 20s, not really. Um, they, they still young. They got plenty of time to, to jump in and start getting this bread. And it's like, but they, I don't know they really get it. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, yo, I need to be in a position to, to teach them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm focusing on me, stacking my bread, getting my bread up. But it's like, hold up. We got to build something. You know what I mean? It's, it's bigger than just my bank account. Like, I, and this is how I feel. You know what I mean? Everybody else might not feel that way. Every, somebody else might be like, look, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm good. My bills are good. And that's all I need to focus on. But real talk in the big scheme of things, like, I feel like money it's not just about the money, man. It's about providing for your family, you know what I mean? Letting them be able to do what they want. Letting them be able to be easy or whatever. Like, real talk, when I was broke, that was my main thought. It wasn't like, yo, I need to be able to to get in the Ferrari, get a Lambo. I just want to be able to afford it if I wanted it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be able to put put mom deuce in a crazy crib, put whatever, or just an adequate crib. You know what I mean? Something that she don't got to worry about regardless. So, I mean, <clears throat> we hear about this all over social media, all on TV. Everybody's getting money. Ain't nobody sleeping. Everybody's hustling. <laughs> everybody's whatever. What are they really doing? Like, it, who's really getting it? Who's really, who do you really admire? Do you admire the, the, the person who's taking pictures of 10 stacks on, on Instagram? Or is it that freaking billionaire mogul that's that's running a team or, or, or just started some new uh, company, you know what I mean, Silicon Valley, whatever it is. Like, what kind of shit motivates you? Because I'm just, I look at all these kinds of things and, and I could take from what I want, you know what I mean, get motivation from whatever it is. Even from that person on Instagram that's just flossing. And I probably think, yo, I probably got more on my account than him. But like, it just... It's still, I can take it from what it is. You know what I mean? I take something from it and be like, yo, I got to get this motivation up. I got to do something. I got to whatever. So, like, that's pretty much what I just want to get into, man. Like, how do you get it, man? How do you keep it? What's more important, getting it or keeping it? Like, what do you do? How you invest in yourself? Like, I just kind of want to open that discussion, man. So, let's just start out by, like, what you guys think? Like, what's the main main keys into how you get this money out here? Like, how you, how you build wealth? How are you accumulating wealth out here? Well, I think, you know, it starts with just understanding how that shit goes, like how you get to it, what you should be doing. You know, a lot of it, if you're lucky, you got examples in your life that try to steer you in a certain direction or at least explain the importance. Like flossing, all that shit, I don't admire none of that. That does nothing for me. And real shit, the only like really successful people that, that do that 
is like Floyd. Anybody else that's really getting bread, like you don't see Mark Cuban. He floss in his own way, but it ain't like on some nigga shit where he's got 10,000 stacks or, or, or burning money or some crazy shit like the example like that you said. So, I mean, it's all about a mentality. It's about, you know, getting into something that you love, not necessarily for the money, and then turning it into an opportunity that, that works for you. But a lot of it, I feel like, in terms of going back to like your cousins or what you want to do for them, that's that's having those conversations with them now, and then hopefully that they they grasp it. It's it's hard, man. When you're when you're 15 years old, when you're 16, 17, like it's hard to to think about that shit. You're thinking about fun. You're not thinking about your future. And the one piece of advice that I didn't really follow, but I'll never forget it. When I used to, I was like, I was actually still in college at the time. I used to work at Enterprise. And this other dude, he worked for another rental car company, but we was down at the Mercedes dealership together, renting cars. So he was a black dude, he was talking to me. And she said, look, man, the one thing you got on your side is time. Even if you don't got the money right now, like whatever you got, you got time to let that shit build, to invest, to take chances, blah, blah, blah. Now, unfortunately, I didn't really take it to heart like I should have, but for for your purposes, like, yeah, they got time. Like, you got to get on them now, like, if that's something they want to do. Because otherwise, you know, working till I'm 65 is not the move. Like, I don't I don't want to do that. Like, that's, that's not how I want to approach it. So it's all about finding shit you're into. Hopefully you can make it pop. Like this shit, if this turned into something, this podcast right now, if this turned into something, because there are people making money off podcasts, doing great, that would be awesome. This wouldn't be work for me. This isn't work for me right now. I came from work earlier. That shit was work. Like, this is fun. You can turn that into money and then build from that. And that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, but I think, I mean, I yeah, everything you're saying is real. And I just think that, uh, I mean, just from growing up, just different things. Like, I always had the concept of, you know, trying to, when I when I was growing up, I always knew that I wanted to own my own business type of deal. Like, whether it was a corner store and a barber shop and just, you know, community type conglomerates and bullshit like that. Like, I just wanted to have my own. But then I got a little bit older and got into banking and things like that. And then older people who was doing it, they would put me on to, all right, saving doesn't make you money. You know what I mean? The concept of saving is what we were brought up with. All right, you got to have, have a checking account for bills save here but then when i talk to these older people who had money they put me onto the fact of how you make money you know what i mean how you take money other people's money to make money that kind of thing whatever you know what i mean just different ideas they put in my head which <clears throat> being scared to jump out the window and do these things you got the concept in your head all right these these thoughts will make sense you're doing it i'm not all right let's see so now start the understanding comes in right but understanding doesn't do anything unless you're willing to jump out a window and actually put it in and process and, and do something with it but we didn't have anybody well i'm saying i didn't have anybody teaching me those things growing up because maybe they didn't know it you know what i mean right but then when i got around people who actually were doing it i learned that real estate makes you money i, I learned that investing in yourself makes money you know what i'm saying but it's just how you do it you know what i mean there's there's risk in everything you know what i mean so you have to play. You have to play the stock market a little bit. You have to find out what kind of investments are out there: mutual funds, stocks and bonds, etc. But you have to put back in yourself, and that could be investing in real estate. You know what I mean? Right. That could be investing in, in in somebody who you believe in, who's going to make money in your part too. You know what I mean? Yeah. All these things are things that I was taught that make you money. You know what I mean? Like it can't just be about you go get it. You have a job, a nine to five, and then. You stack up your savings. You right. know what I'm saying? That's nobody not how it is. Like that, right. right. Nobody's getting rich like that. It's not exactly the concept. 
To your point, it's funny because like I, I've always heard somebody told me one time it was like uh, one of my various jobs I had. It was like it's not how much money you make, it's how much you can keep, right? And to your point about it's not just about throwing an account and saving and saving just whatever because we know, especially nowadays, savings accounts ain't yielding shit. You know what I mean? They ain't giving you no money, whatever. But what he said by that was because that's that's the person that came to my head when he was like, you know, what I mean? it's about keeping. It's like, yo, uh, yeah, I'm I'm saving. I'm thinking about saving. He's like, nah. I said keeping don't mean save. Don't you just save? He says keeping it means. How are you making it work for you? Can you put it in something and, and more comes out? You know what I mean? Right. Like that's what he meant. He just was he wasn't just saying and that, and I think that's to your point was like growing up, it was like that's what I heard. You know what I mean? You you make money, you save money. You know what I mean? You gotta make more money, you save more money. Whatever it is. Like that was just the the, the simple one too. To your other point, different revenue streams. That's also how you're talking about keeping it. You know what I mean? Creating different revenue streams creates a way to where Let's just say, let's say I have a job. I go to work, and that's all I have. That's the only way my money comes in. For some reason, the company goes out of business. I get laid off, whatever it is. My revenue stops. My income stops, right? So there's no way I can keep even the money that I saved because now I need that money to live. I need that money to sustain. I don't know if I'm going to be out of work for two months or three months or two years. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy out there. There's some people who've been out of work for that long, whatever. So to his point, Keeping it was, yo, if you have a different revenue stream, you got three other revenue streams, you got um, investments making. So now it's like, all right, you lose your job, but I'm making money from four different other venues. So I'm still that that nucleus that I have, that 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 big chunk, that, that nest egg per se, you're, you're able to keep that because you got money that's investing, that's working for you. And it was like, that concept was like, it made a lot of sense to me because, you know, I mean, like, like you said, it's not something that I grew up thinking about. It was just more or less like, yeah, I know I want to be rich. I know I want to make a lot of money. I didn't know how. I just know I just want to do this. You know what I mean? I know I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be struggling. I don't want to whatever. So it's like, once you start, once you start just growing up and start meeting different people, that's really what it is. Making different connections, people who've seen other things than you. Like, I, I, I will say that wasn't one of my flaws, especially in college, right? I wasn't really on some, yo. Know, Make the most of my connections, people that I've met in there. You know what I mean? Get an internship, build these relationships in the in the professional network, or whatever. I'm trying to teach my little cousin right now. I hit her up. I don't know ever so often. She goes to Rutgers, Canada. You're on my mind, or whatever. I keep hitting her up. Have you looked into internships yet? No, I haven't looked in, but I got time. Well, you're yeah. she? She's a. I'm not sure. I think she's a sophomore. Yeah, yeah she's she's a, exactly she's a sophomore. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, every time I hit her up, I'm like, yo, have you looked into internships? No, no, but I got a job. I'm like, yo. <clears throat> What you don't understand is that it's, it's different points I keep trying to hit her up. So every time like, I, I may focus on one. Today, I was actually talking to her. I was texting her earlier. That's another reason why I started you know, thinking about this topic or whatever. I hit her up. I say, yo, so I look, she's hit me up about her, her grades. She's like, my grades slipped a little bit, so I'm about to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they slipped? What you mean? Luckily, her slipping was meaning she got three Bs and she's not used to getting Bs. Sure. So I was appreciative. I was like, cool, all right, cool. They ain't slipped to the point where they're bad, you know what I mean? But let me know that that let me know that she knows that school's important. She got to refocus and get that. All right, cool. She works at a dollar store. I'm like, listen, have you looked into internships yet? She's like, nah, I haven't looked yet. I said, tell me why it wouldn't make sense. You want to be a social worker. To look for an internship in your field, make some connections now, get some experience, and get a paid internship and make more than you're working making yeah. at, the, at the, uh, the dollar store. She's like, and, and it's funny because it wasn't until today that I actually said the the paid part and make more. I always preach to the connections and getting the experience or whatever. So today it was like, she likes sneakers. She's a sneakerhead. I'm like, you can buy more sneakers and still save more. She's like, 
you know what? That makes sense. So it's funny that like two hours later, she hits me back and was like, <clears throat> I found an internship, but it's, it's for, um, it's a little bit for later or whatever. She's like, it's paid, it's in my field. I know somebody who can, uh, who can be a reference for me, but it's for when I uh, join this master's program or whatever. I'm like, bet. I, look, I'm cool with that because that's the thing. A lot of people look at the bigger picture and see yeah. and see far ahead. I'm like, cool. So in two years, when you're looking to go in the master's program, that's there for you. Now go back and find me something that you can do now. Because you know what I mean. Like you don't gotta wait till then. That's good that you found that, but let's look into now. So like you said, man, it's just all about thinking ahead and seeing that bigger picture. And then it's also about actually doing it, man. Like like I yeah. said, like the knowledge of it came later. You know yeah. what I mean? But the actual doing of it, we're still working on that. You yep. see what I'm saying? Like. Yep. So for me, like, I just feel like everybody, that's what I try to put into my kids now, the things that I didn't know then. And it's one thing, it's like, to tell them one is one thing, but, you know, I'm in a position where I, I can actually try and show them different things now. But my whole thing is, that is the concept that a lot of people grow up with. Get a job. You know what I mean? And that's not real anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, should be last name Singleton. Hey, man, like, <laughs> it's just, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, it has to be more to, to you. Like, I'm I'm in a I'm in a position right now where it's like I need to be around people who actually want the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it I feed off other people's energy, which maybe is bad on my part because like you need to have I got my own energy, but it's like I need people around me to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to cultivate these ideas right, right, right. and actually do something with them. So it's like if you don't have people in in the same mindset then you if you're not of that mindset like if that's not something you normally do right. then you kind of slip back into your old ways or whatever yeah. so now i got all the knowledge or whatever but it's just like go ahead and do something now you know what i'm saying so now i'm on the set of i have a plan to do something you know what i mean whereas like before there was no plan these kids coming up that's their concept they still believe in all right i need to make some money so let's go get a job like that's not what it means you know what i'm saying like you have to believe in yourself invest in yourself and and like we was talking had a conversation with the cousins the other week I was just telling them, and you said you had the same conversation with them. Listen, man, like, they talking about, like, I need to get another job or, you know, school ain't for me. I need to just go get a job. Nah, dude, what do you believe in? Do you have something that you think could make money? You know what I mean? Talk to me about it. I'm in my kid's head because I want to know what they got because I'm going to use that and use them to go ahead and show them, like, listen, throw it in there, see what happens with it. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to go make a T-shirt and sell it at school, whether whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, the idea has to be beyond a job. You know what I mean? You can be the job. Not to say that the job is not important. Nah, not, not, not to say they can't use it to springboard off of it. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. Listen. <laughs> but yeah, it's for suckers. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah, I definitely don't believe that. But it's like, yo, no, that's, that's a means to an end. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, even us, like you said, we, we, we haven't stopped thinking about expanding and starting our own shit, whatever. It may happen longer than we want, whatever, but it's like, yo, all right, we've had a job. We've made some connections in that job. we made some money or whatever. So now it's like, all right, let's springboard. We, I still know, still at 32 years old, that this is a means to an end. Like, I still don't believe I'm going to be a career just employee. You know what I mean? And not to say there's nothing wrong with it, but, like, that's just... But how, how, how much of the this quote-unquote, like, American dream or... You know the way we brought up gets in the way of that like i think that's the biggest thing like i look at myself so graduate school 21 22 get a job living at home want to move out mm-hmm. gotta work got bills mm-hmm. want to do shit, need money to pay for it and then i think what happens to a lot of people in terms of like dreaming big and right. and really getting it we all they fall into that trap like i fell into that trap like what i ended up doing for for a career is not what I dreamed of doing as a kid. 
And, you know, there's times where I look back like, man, I really should have pursued it. And it's never too late, but stuck, not, not stuck, but it's like, yo, I got responsibilities. And, you know, then you got to try to finagle a way to just at least still maintain those responsibilities and get where you want to go. And I think that's where a lot of people find themselves. Like, they're just kind of stuck in between because I can't, and this is me just thinking out loud, but I can't just quit that job. I can't just, like, without a plan, and without a plan that's going to make some income. But that goes back to something that Kev said. You're going to have to risk something. Anybody that's worth something, that's made something, they all got some story that's like, yo, I was down to my last. Most people, it's very rare that a motherfucker just, just made it and, like, everything was easy for him. I mean, unless he already come from money. But to be like, I, I, that's why I, I always look to people who, who who inspire me, who like, yo, Oprah, all of them, they all have a similar story. Like, yo, nothing was handed to me. Like, I had to make this happen. But back to what I was kind of saying, like, I feel like how much of the quote-unquote American dream or doing what I'm supposed to do gets in the way of, of thinking bigger and chasing those whatever. Because hey, in a sense, we get into that rat race, you know what I'm saying? Like like you just yeah. saying, talking about. But at the end of the day, like, I I had to start start thinking beyond it because I, I feel yeah. the same way having kids too. It's even it's even more deep, you know what I mean? So it's like, listen, if that job fires me today, like D was saying earlier, like, what what really do you have? Which yeah. if that's your only stream, you know, your income stream, then what do you do? So then you have to have something else going on, you know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Like like you just you shit, shit you, you work good. Another job. So you, you dedicate <laughs> to that job, but you ain't dedicated to yourself, and that that's yeah. where we get jacked up. You know what I'm saying? Like. And that's the big thing. That's the big, like you said, the whole, uh, the whole American dream. What people don't realize is that, like, everything that we that we do, that we think about corporations, jobs, advertising, whatever. That's everything is geared towards someone else making money, someone yeah. else building a life. So they're preaching us to do this, so that we are preaching us even education, preaching us to go to school, go online schooling. These are for-profit institutions, you know what I mean? Like, they're preaching these things to line their pockets, preaching this so that we can, so it's like, yo, all right, cool. I need you to go to school, get get the uh, the knowledge you need, come work for me, so that you can help build my business, and then when the younger, fresher eyes come out, I can fire you and let them go. So now it's like, cool. I fed into the American dream. I got comfortable. I can pay my bills. I can I can go eat on the weekend. I can go maybe take a vacation. Maybe take a vacation. You know what I mean? But now I'm asked out. So it's like we feed into this situation, but it's like the the world isn't to support us. We got to support our, ourselves. You know what I mean? So it's, it's to a point like Kevin saying, like you got to take it into your own hands and, and build something for yourself. Like it's just plain. Like think about it. And like you said, at what point do you say, Alright, we, can we put our complacency or our comfort levels? Like you said, no, I can't just go and just leave my bills to do. I could. I mean, you could. You could be like, listen, yeah. I'm going to take my savings. I'm going to downsize. I'm going to do whatever. And I'm just going to chase this dream or whatever. You can definitely do that. That's a problem most people don't want to. You get used to uh, having some things and you want these things. It's not to say that you can't even do it then. But let's just take myself for, for example, right? It was, it was a minute. I was going through some hard times or whatever, right? You seen it for your first hand. Yeah. Y'all dudes was going out. I wasn't with y'all. Y'all dudes was taking vacations. I wasn't with y'all. And although I wasn't building my own business, per se, like like last year, for, say, for instance, I was building my job business. Like, I'm, I'm in sales, so it's a little bit different. Like, it's an element of it that's you work for yourself. You got to do your own. You make your own schedule kind of thing, whatever. So, it was like, yo, I had to make that sacrifice. Yo, I'm not going out on the weekends. Or I can't take this trip. Or I can't do whatever because... 
I got to build something. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is for yourself to be like, all right, look, I want to start this business. Maybe I got to sacrifice watching Game of Thrones tonight or watching something tonight because I got to build something, you know what I mean, for myself to, to create one other revenue stream or two other revenue streams. It's all about what you want in the long run. Like you said, nobody wants to work till 65, but if we don't do nothing when we're 32, then that's the only result that can come. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is the time to, to make it happen. So to your point, I think it's sacrifice. It yep. really is about sacrifice. It's easier for me to go home, watch the idiot box, chill with my lady, chill with my friends or whatever, as opposed to really sitting down and mapping out some shit or working towards something that isn't making me money right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the conflict that people who aren't driven, that's what you come up against. It, it's so much easier to to spend hours on Instagram or Twitter and, and look at other people's lives and just, all right, well, I'm going to go to work tomorrow. So it's just about seeing that bigger picture. But how, how do you get to it? Like, If you feel like you're doing that, what are the steps that you guys are taking or some of the things that you've done you kind of just mentioned a little bit, kind of sacrificing some of those those other things. But yeah, I think about that, like especially in this day and age, you know, TV, internet, you know, it's all there to do that shit on your own time, mm-hmm. right? So that's the setup. So you don't, I don't have to watch Game of Thrones at nine o'clock if I had something else that I want to do because I can catch it when I catch it. Like, but I just feel like people don't sacrifice or, or don't schedule or don't structure their lives that way. Mm-hmm. Towards a, towards whatever goal it is. So, like, do you guys feel like you guys are doing something differently? You guys mentioning ideas, or, or what do you think? Yeah, is, well, is necessary. Well, for me, it's just been over the last month, though. Like, I'm not going to say like I like I've been me and Derek been banging ideas off of each other for years, but you know, never really opening up and doing things. But what I've been doing personally is just taking making a plan because you got to have a plan, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my whole thing is I've been planning out what my next step is. So every day I take an hour, you know what I mean? I take an hour a day, it's not, it's not extensive, but I take an hour out because I got the job, I got kids, I got whatever. Yeah. To me, I make them excuses, whatever, but now I stop making them my excuse. So now even when I go home to bull, whatever, I let her know, look, I'm gonna take this hour, I'm gonna figure out what's my next move, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got certain things lined up for, you know, later in the year to, to put me on these paths, but I'm spending time on myself, you know what I'm saying? Trying to cultivate the idea and where to make this money, you know what I'm saying? How much do I want to put into buying this stock over here? What's the best stock to buy? Those kind of things are like where my mind is moving now, you know what I'm saying? To actually make some extra capital, but it's just about, just the same way you guys can make time for exercise and things like that. Yeah. Are you making time to like figure out what you want to do? Like even if you're not a person like, like the chick I'm with, She's not about business. She has ideas in her head, but she ain't about nothing but going to a job. And like, in my mind, it's like, it's stifling. It's, it's, it, bo- it, it bothers me because it's just like, well, why you don't want to do nothing else? You know what I'm saying? And some people, that's fine. If you, some, it's, it's, it's Indians and there's chiefs out here. You know what I'm saying? So what I believe is just that she doesn't help me cultivate anything. Like, I t- sometimes I play ideas off of you. You know what I'm saying? But I try to do the same thing with her. It doesn't go anywhere because yeah. she doesn't have a mindset for business. You know what I'm saying? I just think that you got to set time aside for yourself to try and get to where you want to Yeah, it, it ain't for everybody. And I think kind of somebody mentioned it earlier. It's all about what's around you and your influences. So I feel like watching, this may sound silly because kind of TV, watching shows like Shark Tank. That always gets my mind going. Like, it's funny. My girl's kind of opposite. Like, she does have ideas, but she never really implements them. But she'll mention stuff to us. But if you watch a show like Shark Tank, it kind of gets the ball rolling. Or you watch, if you just watch people doing what you want to do or successful people. 
watching Million Dollar Listing. Yeah, the house is a fly. All that stuff is cool to see. New York City, whatever. But just watching these dudes that are already rich, their commissions is double and triple what I make in a year. And it ain't even about the money with them. It's about the status. It's about doing a good job. It's about being on top of their shit. Being like watching stuff like that, and I think that's what gets the juices going. Like now, like Kev said, not everybody has that entrepreneurial spirit. But if you're going to get it, if you want to think like that, you got to put yourself around shit like that. If you're just doing what you always done, it's like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a business, but you're not really working towards it or at least in that mindset. Like you can't think about investments if you know nothing about the stock market, if you're not reading the Wall Street Journal, if, you, if you're not paying attention to stuff like that. So I think it starts there. And then ultimately, you just can't be scared. I think that stops everybody, myself included. Like there's, there's times where it's like, yeah, you got to jump out that window. And if you don't, you know what I mean? You don't have anyone to blame but yourself. So, Yeah. And just piggybacking off of what both of you guys said, pretty much to answer, the answer to your question is to for what we're doing. And what we're doing is laying the foundation, right? So right now, like we all know that you got to have an idea. You got to implement it, right? I think what everyone struggles is that implementation, right? But I do believe that there is something to say for, like I said, I'm knowing you for, I don't know how many years, knowing you all my life, like, and we've constantly thrown around ideas. We've even done some of them, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, some of them, we've, we've had some, a lot of shit that's failed or whatever. But the fact is, is that I feel like as long as you don't give up, as long as, you know what I mean, you wake up, you got two on the ground, like, you can still think of something that ends going to pop. And that's the way I live. Like, something's going to pop for me, whatever it is. But, like, in the meantime, educate yourself. Stack your money. Like Kevin said, th- reading about investments or whatever. So, like I said, so now, last year, I grinded so I could have a couple of dollars. Now it's like, all right, well, cool. Now let's invest this. Let's get some Let's get some mutual funds. Let's get some whatever. Let's think about a business that might work. Let's put it into some real estate, whatever. But now it's like, all right. You get some, you get the foundation, which maybe some money, maybe some knowledge, and then it's just the implementation, and that's just what I think everybody struggles with, just that implementation. Because, like you said, all the, just for everything you just said, the the scaredness, the comfort level, the to to being able to go out and eat on the weekends or whatever. You know what I mean? Like some of that stuff may have to go away for a period of time. You know what I mean? But if that's what you really want, you got to jump out the window. Like it's just it's in, it's inevitable. Like you can't you can't do it unless you do it. Like I mean that was. As elementary as you can put it, you know what I mean. Like, there's nothing that's going to happen unless you actually just put into motion and and, and go do it, whatever. But I think investing in yourself is just is key. Like, I hit a rut other day, other day and was like, "Yo, we just got to brainstorm again." Like, we we go through phases where we fall off and we don't even we don't even throw the ideas around. Like Kevin said, now he's he's writing them down or whatever. But we don't even we got to share them. You know, what I mean? like you said, surround yourself with the people and share these ideas and bounce off the deal. Don't get me wrong, people you trust. We don't want nobody stealing our ideas out here, but I'm just saying, people you trust just bounce them off, bounce the ideas off your head, and like, shit's gonna happen. Shit, good, good ideas come up, and you just, yo, collectively, like, yo, let's jump out the window or singly. Like, you know what? That's the thing. Kevin, I do feel, I feel like myself, I have the same problem that you do. I feel like, see, the problem with me is I don't have a real passion in life. Like, I don't have like this, yo, I love to draw. I love to make music. I love to whatever. You know what I mean? Like I do like writing. I don't know that I love it, but there's nothing that I just have like this crazy passion for, except for business, right? So what I do, and it's been the flaw in my life, is 
try to get other people to find to follow things that they're good at. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my uncle, he he's he, when he grew up, he used to draw. He used to he got you know what I mean good responses from it. He used to explain back in the eighties, he used to draw on my clothes. Everybody used to love or whatever. Like I just thought it was dope. You know what I mean? Like he just to him. It was a it was an okay skill. He never really he was a little self conscious about it. He didn't think, but everybody around him thought it was dope. Like he was good. I came up with a crazy idea, a crazy business plan. It stalled out because he came to a point where he didn't want to draw anymore. And to me, I was like, all right, cool. At that point, I was like, you know what? I gotta stop letting other people stop my thing. So I went to another person. I found another artist. Had the same idea. Let's go with it. We had three business meetings. And then he fell off. Something happened in his life. And then it was like, all right, well, now it's done. Yeah. And it's like, damn, I feel like we missed out on a crazy-ass opportunity because I'm waiting on someone else. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's that's what I've struggled with, to, to finding someone else and, and trying to create their own craft or whatever. But it's like, businesses can be started with anything. You know what I mean? And I got to start taking a more leadership role and and not just the, like, I'm more the, the, the organizer, the put shit into play, you know, that kind of person. Like, but... I need to get the, I don't know, like you just gotta get both sides to it, the, the talent and the business acumen, you know what I mean? Like, instead of, but like, it's just, it's just crazy because my passion is on the business side of things, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's what, a struggle. Yeah, I mean, but that's real shit though. Like, if you're not passionate about drawing, you're not gonna, you can't right. implement the idea. So if you're a good artist out there, kdrpodcast at gmail.com, send things some samples, <laughs> you might be able to get you to get your life going. But, Nah, to that point, that that is how it goes. Some people are just good at business. Some people are good at connecting people. And that's their job. And that's all they do because they don't have the same passion. And, you know, I think that's where some of this comes into play, too. Like, I think about it now. Like, I, I mean, I have some passions, but I'm kind of the same boat as you. And it's just like just trying to figure that shit out. It's, it's crazy to be like, if you're younger than us, we're 32 years old and above and still trying to figure this shit out. Like, part of me feels like, damn, will you ever figure it out? You know what I mean? Like, so... And that's that's where it comes. Some people know early. Some people know what they want to do, and they chase that dream. And that's where the confidence in yourself come in. Because, yeah. like, like I said, same age, but I think that it is going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's just like like LeBron said. He said, "It's like, do you have? I forget the question was, but are you worried? Do you still have confidence? Yeah, I have confidence. I'm the best player in the world. Like, and and that's just how you got to feel, whatever, yeah. right? But well, another note, another angle I was going to hit with is that. And, and you can look at it culturally, but however you want to say different groups or whatever, but like passing wealth down, I think it's just like a, and, and when I say wealth, I don't even just mean money. I mean the knowledge behind it, you know what I mean? The, the, the drive, the instill, like it's just certain things that you have to instill in, like Kevin was talking to, like he said, talking about his kids, but he also talked about his cousins. It's not just about your kids. I don't have any kids talking to my cousins. I'm talking to my cousin about internships. It's like, we learn this stuff now. It's our job. It's our duty. You know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to pass this on so that they can learn. A real talk, you don't learn life in books. You know what I mean? Like you, you can learn some things. There's a lot of knowledge in there. It can teach you some things, but like just how the way the world works and stuff and dealing with people and whatnot, like it's a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that I can, that Kevin has told me that, has sparked my, my interest and was like, all right, maybe I went and reinforced that with some book or whatever. But just different different races that we're all black men here, different nationalities, different groups or whatever, they seem to to grasp that and and make make it their job to pass it down. And it's like, we need to do that too. We need to start thinking about like it's a certain thing. Like just think about life insurance, right? What do you think about life insurance? Like why what what is your purpose to get life insurance? Like most well before I even say that. 
no, answer that question. What do you think your pur- purpose of life insurance is? It's funny. I don't even give it much thought. I would only get more serious about it once I had kids. Like that's the only time I think like it's and you think cause, to have exactly. You think you think of it because you think of it in a way of like. You know what I mean? I, I pass. I got bills. My funeral. You don't want them to have to yeah. carry that burden, right? Yeah. So I learned that this is how certain people who understand what's going on pass on their wealth. Like we look at it like, yo, I don't want to spend. I don't want to pay whatever it is the premium is. So I may get what I think is going to cover my bills and maybe give them a little ten grand, whatever. There are people out there who purposely get these five million dollar, ten million dollar. Uh, life insurance policies to pass on wealth to their kids. It's like, yo, I'm teaching them the ways to what to do with money. I'm teaching them just to, just the ins and out, investing, starting your own business, the drive, the whatever, all the stuff that you can teach them. But now, when I pass, now they got something to build off of. Now they got five million. Now they got ten million. Now they got four hundred thousand. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a certain amount. But it's like it's just certain groups of people look at different things a different way you know what i mean like i know my parents were looking at it as a a way that they don't want their bills to be a burden to me you know what i mean like all right they, i could pay off the house maybe i could pay off the funeral or whatever but it's like they're not thinking about it in the regards like oh let's pass on some some real wealth some real money yeah to, you know what i mean to where they can start passing on to their kids and that's how generations start to do things that's just one facet of it but i'm just saying like we as a whole gotta start looking at these things and being like yo this is it's bigger than us. It's bigger than you know what I mean. Like this shit can go on and on and on. I, I don't know. I just think I just think it's different ways we gotta look at things. Yeah. And I mean, you definitely got the right concept, and that's the thing. About, like I mean, we touched on it other podcast. It's funny because like just for different reasons, but I mean, it all to me. Like I keep saying, like it all goes back to how you brought up. Like like money teaches money. It just does. You know what I mean? Like if you got people who are who are well off, or whatever, in different cultures, and even in our culture, in the right place you know what I mean it's different how like you know like I, I look at different cars I look at the whole world it's just a whole nother thing but when I see people who have money and I look at like say their offspring whatever mm-hmm. and then I might look at them you might have one who is just stupid and he's just out there he's the he's the black sheep of the family mm-hmm. but the the bulk of the family they're living similar to what the the patriarch or whatever you call it. what do you call them like the yeah. top of the head of the family yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm just saying so like that's that's not that's learned behavior you know what i'm saying yeah. is what it is and like i think like what you're saying is real so like when we get on and we start learning these things we it's our duty to pass it down to our, our nieces our cousins our nephews whoever you know what i'm saying like it's our duty to do that because like we i learned so much more now being in financing and everything like that than I did just coming up because my mom didn't have to teach me. You know what I'm saying? She knew to get up, go to go go to her job, and come home and take care of her family as a single parent. You know what I mean? That's what right. she did. Nothing wrong with it, but her concept wasn't bigger than that. So when I was growing up, she taught me, "You need to go get a job." You know what I mean? She didn't say, "Dude, you it's the whole world out here. You can figure out what you want to do. You you want to be a barber? You want to own barbershops? You want to do whatever? Do that." She didn't say that. She didn't encourage that. That right. because to her, the safe bet was get this job take care of the family and come home and be happy but that's not happiness and that's not quality of life like we was talking about getting to you know what i'm saying so now you older and you try to put it all together it's like all right now you're putting it together but damn like all the stuff i missed out on so now i can't let my kids miss out on it because yeah. they didn't know it you know what i'm saying like because i didn't know it now now they're going to know it and they're going to have to pick and choose how they want to go about it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's just like concepts like that like I, like we talked about the dame dash thing before like honestly i go back to that interview 
so much of what he was saying was was so legit, and it mean, it mean more to me now looking back. Like it was funny to laugh at it and everything like that. But he on to something because like really all he was really talking about was self empowerment. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. believe in yourself. There's no reason why you shouldn't. Like like these people, these corporations that like you said, they making a dollar off of us. Why not invest that dollar in yourself and go get that bread? Like everybody don't have a successful idea. I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you ain't out here trying, then what are you really doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, and this to to that point is definitely. A mentality, but going back to what you guys or what you said a little bit earlier, it is learned behavior. It is what you see, and I I hope if I have a family and, and have kids that I speak to them about money. It's funny if you ask him, he'll probably tell you that I'm good with money. Like my parents never sat me down to tell me anything about money. They were good with money. I saw it. We never we never struggled for anything. Middle class family, but. I never had my dad sit down and be like, this is the bill, this is how much it costs, this is how much you should save. This is, like, none of, no lessons were passed down in that regard. I just, real shit, I got lucky because I don't really have any vices, and for some reason, maybe it was subconsciously, I felt the need to save money. Like, I, I want to do shit, I got to save money. I never had a, a hole burning in my pocket, so I never would just spend it crazily. And that was from a young age, so that just kind of stuck with me, but... They no, no one ever warned me about credit. Nobody ever told me about credit, like credit cards, like nothing. I just kind of, I don't want to say I lucked into it to say that my parents didn't teach me shit, but it wasn't direct. And I hope like if I have kids, like I'll be so direct with it. I'll, I'll bring them along. I'll show them shit. I'll explain 401k and investing and saving and, you know, whatever, because like Kev said, it is a learned behavior. And that, that is the difference in, in those communities and I'm not just saying like, look, there's some black people that are doing very well, and hopefully they're teaching their kids to do the same, so they come up with wealth. But not everybody's in that boat, and it's just unfortunate because again, it's a learned behavior. I I really do think of my situation like, man, I'm not that I'm sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I just for me, like I said, I didn't have any vices, nothing like drove me crazy where I felt the need to spend money, so I kind of lucked out. But I, I know people when we was in college that credit was shit people that had to rebuild their credit just because i don't know so it's like it, that shit could be avoided if mom and dad sat you down like yo yo this, you're spending this credit card you have to pay this money back with interest like you may not want to do it this way like there's other ways to do it and it all just comes down to lessons maybe they weren't taught so that's crucial that shit is that's the bottom line with everything like some people get lucky some people are motivated by not having money and never wanting to go back like saying always close Keyshawn Johnson, like I used to eat bologna sandwiches. Now I eat steak. I don't want to go back to bologna. Like, you know what I mean? So his brain will never be fucked up because he's like, yo, I'm not going back to that. Some people have that motivation and some people just have learned behavior and they go from there. So get out your own way, invest in yourself, jump out the window, implement some shit. I'm leave y'all with that, man. Teron Lee signing out. Peace.